We've grown a lot together in this warm, tiny closet slash recording studio over the last several months. We've evolved in ways we may never truly realize, but that we will carry with us forever. Welcome to episode 20, the season one finale. From Winterheart Studios, I'm Elgin Davis, and this is the More Human Podcast. So some of you may know, but the content and concept of season one of the More Human Podcast was actually never what I had in mind. The idea I came up with in 2018 for this show was completely different from what I ended up going for. But in May and June of this year, 2020, when America was a bigger dumpster fire, arguably, than it is perhaps now in November of 2020, I had some things that I wanted to to get across, some ideas that I wanted to share that I hadn't yet shared and that weren't in the plans. COVID canceled everyone's plans, claimed a lot of lives, and made the lives that the rest of us are clinging on to varying degrees of magnitude more difficult, more dangerous, more awkward, and more painful. Even beyond COVID, I saw the pain in the eyes of my black brothers and sisters. I saw the confusion and panic among my fellow citizens. I read the words and sentiments of people from around the world, expressing their pains and sorrows, and I even wrote a few of my own. I saw an opportunity to help, to teach, to comfort, to inspire. I saw other humans hurting, and even as I myself was hurting, what I really saw was an opportunity to be more human, more selfless, more compassionate, more helpful, more of what I want to see in the world. I went undercover on social media to talk to the angriest and loudest individuals and help pacify them. I called family and friends weekly so that they would know someone was thinking about them during isolation and quarantine. I made myself vulnerable in a public podcast that people from 20 different countries so far have tuned into. And this is just the beginning. These were just a few of the changes I wanted to see in the world over the past few months. So that's what I did. Season two will be very different from season one, but I'm excited for that to kick off sometime next year, coronavirus willing. So in this episode, I wanna share a few of my favorite moments, my favorite highlights from this season. We do not need emotional babysitters. Everyone has a story. And if you really want to understand another person, you'll have to start at chapter one. Many individuals use this idea of the just world fallacy to bypass or sidestep their need to feel and show empathy for another person. The thing about emotional suppression is it's kind of like having a a fully inflated balloon and trying to push it underwater, right? You can hold it underwater as long as you want, but as soon as your hand slips and you let go of that balloon, it's gonna come rushing to the surface. And that's exactly what we do when we suppress our emotions. If you're not aware of a problem, how are you going to solve it? If you do, it might just be an accident, but you couldn't reproduce it. It's only when we really engage in all five of these spaces that we can really return to who we are, apart from the cultural conditioning, apart from other people's opinions, 
apart from the unhealthy beliefs you might have been instilled with as a kid or maybe you picked up along the way. You have emotions and learning to deal with them is much more effective than trying to get away with hiding them until they come back to bite you in the butt. As humans, I think that our purpose here on Earth is far larger, far greater than an emotion, far greater than happiness. The thing is, in treating the symptom, the root cause is never actually being addressed. I wish I would have known about the interspecies raccoon-squirrel couple in the attic with a hundred babies who happen to have a taste for human flesh. When you start to speak as if you embody this emotion, as if this emotion is who you are, you don't even give yourself the chance to use it as the information that it is to make a better decision in the future. So yes, sometimes we need to cope when we're not strong enough to deal with something, but there comes a point when we need to stop coping and start living. And then also understanding that you are human and you are not bigger than your emotions. You're also not smaller than your emotions. You're also not your emotions themselves, but you know it's a part of being a human. What does it mean to have conviction for a cause, passion for your fellow human? And what does your silence in the face of injustice cost you? More importantly, what does your silence in the face of injustice cost the world? It's unlearning the toxic behaviors and habits and unlocking the person you were before the world started molding you to conform to its socially acceptable shape. Boundaries aren't just a sign of a healthy relationship, but they are also a sign of self-respect. It's not too late to protect your flowers. It's not too late to put a fence around your tomatoes. It's not too late to conditionally revoke the drawbridge access of that thing or person on your island. Most representations end up romanticizing these mental health situations or villainizing them or infantasizing someone for their neurodivergence. There's a reason why you felt that, and more than likely, you actually understand why that thing made you feel that way, but you might not want to admit it. Where empathy ends is where the real action begins. The emotions don't go away just because you tell yourself you have thick skin. They're just bubbling below the surface until you reach a breaking point. One thing that I love about love is that love can grow. It has the ability to grow, to change, to evolve, to adapt. In what world does living one's best life not include helping others to live theirs? The choice not to forgive is the choice not to heal. And the biggest problem for me in having be a good person as some sort of life goal is that it's so sufficiently broad and vague as to not actually be attainable in any meaningful way. We live in societies that take inward emotional suppression and have the audacity, the nerve, call it outward strength. To find balance is to make consistently healthy decisions. And in order to make consistently healthy decisions, you have to know and understand and be familiar with the different aspects of health and what it takes for you as a unique individual to keep each space healthy. Like I said, emotions are information, they're experiences. They don't define you and they don't define me. Well, that does it for episode 20 and season one. Of the more human podcast again i want to thank you all so much for the love and the support for this podcast and i just want to say how wonderful you all are all of us together working to improve our mental health emotional health spiritual social physical health all the healths improve your holistic health really kind of reframing perspectives getting our minds focused on how we can improve the future one person at a time. And I've loved some of the thoughts that you all have shared with me throughout the course of this podcast, whether individually or on social media. And I also want to say that whatever is going on at the time you're listening to this, whatever you may be going through, I know you have what it takes to persevere, 
to thrive, and then to pay forward the next helping hand. And how do I know? Because you're human. It's in our DNA. You got this. Until next time, from Winter Heart Studios, I'm Elgin Davis, and this is the More Human Podcast. I love you. Just in time, 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 you and I, just in